0: the sue morgan podcast episode 72 tears on my pillow good
1: afternoon sue morgan sue morgan AOPM. hello 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 what's going on what's going off it's what's going off
0: well i know i've had i've had one of those mornings sue
1: You've had one of them first. You don't tell me
0: you've run out of petrol. No, no, no. It's car-related. It's beast-related. That's what I call my car. So basically, uh, there's always an issue with it, and um, I'm uh, I'm going to see... I went to go and see... um, The reason why we're recording this a little bit later is because I went to go and see um, the Beatles' Get Back Rooftop concert in IMAX at the Odeon Cinema. Wow. Um so it was something that you know I'm a massive Beatles fan wanted to see that so I had to sort of change around things because obviously it sort of clashed with the time when we normally record. So um yeah. I picked up my friend Roland because he's a massive Beatles fan too. So we get in the car and it's kind of knocking but I'm just thinking oh that's just the car it's an it's the beast it knocks And then um, somebody beeps me. I'm like, oh, dear, have I I created an incident? And then wound down my window, and the person said, "Uh, your wheel's wobbling at the back left side. I was like, what? No. So, um, So then we limped to the cinema in the car and the wobbly wheels wobbling so we went in and watched a film and then we came out and then we had to go and get the wheel put back on properly at Glen's Tyres on Chesterfield Road so it's been a bit stressful and there's still car related things in the back of my mind because obviously it's not quite sorted because one of my nuts has gone missing I've lost a nut can you believe well, that?
1: I've lost your nut I've lost one of my nuts oh dear 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 yes. you need to be safe
0: I know ex- exactly I, I think I've, I've used up another one of my nine lives because I've been w- driving around in the car like that for a good few weeks where it's been knocking and it's my wheels been wobbling nobody's told me apart from this lovely couple today lovely family stopped me so that was love Aww. anyway so there we go that's what's been going on I've seen the beatles get back rooftop concert in imax which was brilliant the the, the sound was amazing and seeing it like that big was cool uh, and i've also had a problem with my cast but now i'm doing the sue morgan podcast so i'm back oh yes, yeah sue i'm morgan back podcast. i'm back how so sue how's your week been
1: oh oh Stressful, very disturbing.
0: Why has it been stressful? Why has it been disturbing? Well,
1: one of the big stories is, um, uh, if you mention West Ab, I think you're going to know what I'm going to be on about.
0: Right, I know what you mean, yes. Yeah. This is the guy who was filmed um, kicking his cat, is that
1: right? Um, it's, oh, it's disgraceful, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah, it's not, not good
1: at all. It's upset me.
0: I mean, obviously, this is it's abhorrent what he did, and, you know, it's... I think his brother put the actual uh, video he did. online. I think he's
1: got fired, I think. And he I've was fired, let's, let's fired not, not, from his job. From his
0: job, which is another, I think he's a footballer at another club. Whereas yeah. this particular guy, the guy that actually did it, um, this horrible thing to the cat, he's still got his job, but he has been fined quite heavily, hasn't he? Two hundred, Yeah,
1: 250 grand. That's two weeks' wages. Like, wow, that's unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? That's a quarter of a million pounds. It would take me a, a lifetime to earn that. It would
0: do, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a horrible story and obviously yeah. um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Maybe West Ham will sell him at some point soon, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so that's been in the news, what else has been happening, Sue?
1: Um, Prince Charles's uh, positive uh, COVID positive again. Yeah, he's got the the vid again, and he was with
0: the Queen, wasn't he? Like just two days before. So is she yeah. all right? Is she, if you what's the, what's the news on that front? Because I've I've sort of been trying to keep away from the news a little bit this week. Yeah. So, so is she okay? Is the Queen
1: okay? Far as I know, what they um, haven't said uh, whether she's tested negative or positive yet.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So. Um, well, that's and then it. she's thinking about giving up the throne. Is she? Sooner than what, you know, because normally it would be when she passes away, but she's thinking about uh, advocating and, and giving Charles a job.
0: Really? I'd not heard that, so she's honestly thinking of abdicating. I thought she's she would never do that.
1: Finishing. I thought I she would know, never do that. I didn't that. I thought she wouldn't never, but that's what another story in the news was all about.
0: Right. I did not realize she did because obviously this is the what is it which jubilee is it the platinum uh, jubilee is
1: it yeah yeah in june
0: in june and she's she's reached that mark now because um the day of her was
1: february this Sixth,
0: the sixth of February. When she came to the throne all those years ago, she's already reached the jubilee, and now she's thinking of quitting. She can't quit now. She's come this far, you know. I know. Keep going, know. keep going, Madge. Yeah, that's what yeah. I say.
1: Well, Madge, keep going. I
0: don't know whether she's a regular listener to the podcast, but if, 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 I don't if you think are listening, she is. no, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> we should um, do gin-related stuff. I don't think she drinks gin anymore, actually. Anyways, so those are the big um, news stories that you've seen. Uh, they're kind of like the real Sue's headlines because those are the ones that Sue has uh, wanted to talk about today. I've got some other sort of more funny stuff. If you want to delve into that, I think it'd be quite nice to have a bit of light-hearted stuff after yep. after those two stories, which which are quite um, well. Well, the first one was uh, you know obviously not great, and the second one quite serious. And so let's let's do some Sue's headlines, the funny stuff. Yeah, the funny stuff. I love the funny stuff. Good, good, because that's what I. That's what I. That's that's why we've got this podcast going. Because Sue, you are. Into the funny stuff. And and you're very funny yourself. In, not in a funny, ha-ha, laughing at you kind of a way, but, you know, funny we laugh together, don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: laugh, yeah. Laugh together. Now, where
0: do you think is the true home of the cream tea? If I said to you, cream tea, where would you think of? Cornwall. You're saying Cornwall. Well, this is the thing. Apparently Devon is the true home of the cream tea and not Cornwall, according to a study of online reviews. Researchers looked at hundreds of posts and the results will reignite a decades long rivalry between the two counties. It turns out Devon has 450 highly rated places for the West Country treat, just beating Cornwall, which has 441. It's close, isn't it? It's a close run thing. Yeah. Now, how do they do it? Now, how do you, if you? When was the last time you had a cream tea? I only had one a couple of weeks ago. It was
1: really nice. I went to fa- uh, the fa- cream tea that I had when I went down to New New Key. That were. Oh God! Decades, decades ago. That's the last one
0: you had. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I tell you, a good place to have one uh, locally, Edwin Stowe's Fables Cafe. I had one there. It was unbelievable. I had it a couple of weeks ago. Very nice indeed. So think back to the last time you had a scone. How do you go with jam and cream? What's first for you? What's you know? Do you go cream first? Or- say the cream. You're saying cream first, and then the jam on top. Yeah. No,
1: the jam first. No. and Then the cream. Then then then, then oh, the it's cream. Always the cream that tastes nicer.
0: Right, OK. Well, um, Google searched data showed nearly 2,000 more people search for Cornish cream tea, which is jam on first. You're a Cornish cream tea person. For me, I'm a Devon. I always put my cream on first and then, then put the jam on the top. That's how I do it. I'm a Devon cream tea man. And it looks yeah. like I'm backing the winning team at the moment. <laughs> the headline is gobsmacked. Nash from the past. A boozy holidaymaker who lost his false teeth whilst being sick in a bin has got them back 11 years later. Wow. Wow. 11 years later, Paul Bishop, 63, thought it was a prank when an envelope with Spanish postmarks arrived on Wednesday and his dentures were inside of it. I'm ge- I don't think it was this Wednesday. Was it the Wednesday before? He got, he's got got his gnashes back. But the authorities in Benidorm had recovered the teeth and traced the Elvis-loving grandad through his DNA.
2: What? What? <coughs>
0: So, what they put is they put his teeth through DNA, and it's like, okay, uh, we've, we've matched his DNA. It's a fella who lives in uh, I don't know where he's actually from. It's a fella who lives in England. We're going to post his teeth back. That's weird, isn't it? That's scary in a way, isn't it?
1: Billy once went to Skeggy and left his false teeth in hotel room, and they ended up posting them back.
0: Did they? You see, maybe this is a thing, you see, because I, I, my teeth at the moment touch wood, touching wood around me, um, are my real teeth. So yeah, I uh, ain't
1: got many teeth. I've only got I've only got two at the top. I'm laying them all drop out. No dentist for me, thank you. Yeah,
0: but what's gonna happen once you've not got any? Well, I suppose those two, those well, I two, would have
1: to go to the dentist then, aren't I? Are you gonna get, get the full false choppers you're in get the,
0: gob? What if if you get the full false teeth in there, you'll look totally different, won't you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I look forward to that.
1: So um, yeah, I go on a karaoke singing and my teeth fly out of my gob.
0: And when you're doing Ness and Dorma, it's possible. <laughs> And you might get them posted back to you um, three years later. Yeah. Or 11 years later, like this guy. The authorities in Benidorm uh, recovered the teeth and traced the Elvis-loving grandad through his DNA. Paul, who works for HMRC, said, When I saw the letter, I thought it was some sort of joke. But it mentioned the Alicante area. Well, that's where I was when it mentioned the British Council. And I thought... It's genuine. I couldn't believe it. Paul had vomited in the popular resort while celebrating a pal's fiftieth birthday in 2011. He'd overdone it. He'd overdone it and threw up in a bin. Uh, (laughs) But having downed lager plus high strength cider, he did not notice his teeth were gone until he hit the next bar. And he later failed to find his teeth. He was going rooting through a bin uh, to try and find his teeth in amongst all of the rubbish, and is sick. That is horrible, isn't it? Oh, Oh, Sue! Oh
1: God. Because I'm not eating out.
0: That is bad. By the way, you've got a very sort of a rumbly phone today. It's sort of like. Yeah, I don't
1: know what's up with it. mm. I don't know. It's like static. There's static on the line. Static. I don't know.
0: Um, so, anyway, he carried on a 10-day trip, um, singing Elvis and drinking, but with no teeth. Paul replaced his teeth when he returned home to Staley Bridge, Manchester. That's where he's from. Uh, that's where he's from. And thought no more of it. Um, yet officials came across the Nashers years later in a landfill site. <laughs> as they identified them as a body part under the law there, they had to try to locate their owner. Really? a lab found paul via his dna which he had voluntarily voluntarily given to the british police 15 years ago P- paul 15 years ago paul added this professor sent me the teeth in a little plastic white. Uh, this professor sent me the teeth in a little plastic bag with a letter it read please come back to spain again but be careful they don't fit anymore but they're still in perfect condition so there you go there you go 11 years later he got his teeth back yeah. Anyway, final one, um, you're into your sport, aren't you, Sue? You're a football I lady. love it, football, wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling, of course. Now, um, there is a new sport out there that I think you, Billy and Michael would be excellent at. Uh-huh. And that is not bare-knuckle boxing, not bare-knuckle boxing, but pillow fighting, oh, Sue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pillow fighting.
1: Actually, I've seen a programme about the uh, this tournament that they were doing, pillow, pillow fighting. Yeah, well, yeah, I
0: think you should um, get into this, Sue. You'd
1: be brilliant. Yeah, I will not mind doing it. It would be a laugh, wouldn't it?
0: Exactly. Bare-knuckle boxers and um, cage fighters are letting the feathers fly by taking up pro pillow fighting. The bizarre competition sees super-fit grown men often sporting long hair and beards doing battle like rowdy kids at a sleepover. Opponents take on, such, um, take on each other in three 90-second rounds where the fighters duke it out with pillow fighting championship-approved queen-sized Two-pound pillows. Each weapon is stuffed with foam and encased in nylon sailcloth to avoid it ripping. Fighters are matched up according to their relative size and experience levels. The competition started last September, and apparently this weekend, when we're recording, there is the first professional bout in Miami, Florida. So there we go. Is that something new? Is that something you fancy? Is that something you really fancy? What well, fancy? Fancy it, <laughs> of course I do. It says, fancy a tog team match. That's what this person's saying on here. And yeah, they do. They look like cage fighters, but they've got a couple of pillows and they're thwacking each other yeah, with them. Yeah,
1: they're banging each other. They reckon they can come keen and all. Yeah, you yeah, could, could take your eye out, couldn't you?
0: That's you have to stop the kids going, stop pillow fighting, you could take your eye out with that. What? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's the Sue's Headlines today on today's yeah. podcast. So you've been a bit um, discombobulated this week. With the, it's, it's upset you.
1: Yeah, very much so, yeah. Were you upset? I mean, I can't even, uh, thank God, the RSPCA got involved and yeah. removed his cat.
0: Yes, exactly. That was the uh, right because thing to do. every
1: time I see RSPCA advert, I cannot love because it upsets me every time with oh. the state of some of these animals, bless them. Yeah. You know, oh, Sue is an
0: animal call. lover. Do you remember when somebody put a, a cat in a bin? That was filmed, wasn't it? Oh, and there was
1: I've heard, I've heard of even somebody put in the cat in the, a kitten in the washer before. Now,
0: no, that kind of
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got I found out about that. It comes from a friend who told me about it. He used to live with him, yeah. and I got straight in touch with RSPCA. that were only a little kitten, although we didn't switch the washer on. Good, no. good. good. RSPCA.
0: Yeah. So then, Sue, Billy has been... Well, I've heard him in the background, but he's been quite quiet today. Has he been told? Have you given him no, short shrift? No,
1: Are you going to come and face something, Billy? You're so blubbing quiet.
0: He is quiet today, and there's no television yeah. on either.
1: Normally, he's watching well, on the buses. Is, but it's on... But, oh, my God, there's an RSPCA advert on now. Oh, don't look, or you'll start crying. I'm not. I'm not I don't want to start crying. Let's not... <sighs> Oh, Billy, shut up and get on this other phone. I don't know if he's going to sing to you or not.
0: Maybe he's not in the mood for singing today.
1: I don't know. I don't, I, it's upset him as well, as well. Yeah, I can understand that. Pick phone up, Billy.
2: <laughs> well, it's Bing again, oh, again. To live from Amsterdam. But my look is rolling and cold. I lost the safe spring again. I'm being shot at. Shooting from 'em, um, the 'em. Oh, I've got the bloody monkey on nuts. All the money in the way. Big ones, small ones, every time. Some of the things do bones bounce off the big belly, but all the things gone and right there. My morning, i not to be free, but every day tonight, 76 trombone, not to be, be oh, blue is the color, football is the game, where I to get them, women are the a race, well, I've got the lovely moment to go get Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. I my heart. is my heart. I cannot see I am but my fat. But it's not me. My whole is my life. I cannot sleep. A not going to build with me. When is a job, not a door When it's a jaw. Um, what, how, how is the chicken going across the road? How is the chicken going across
0: the road using its legs? No, to get right, uh, to get my side. All right, I see.
2: Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, I didn't get that one. Hey, Bill.
0: Oh, no, I didn't get that one. <laughs> Billy, Billy, how do you fancy taking up uh, pillow fighting?
2: Uh, oh, my, you that were a
0: with me, brother. Well, there you go. Maybe you could get into it professionally because they're, they're actually doing it professionally now. Uh, it's you and Sue going at it with pillows. You should do a little bit of a. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
2: I used to do that with with Michael, my friend Michael played...
0: Well, there you go. You should get you. What you should do is you should film that, put it on on Facebook, and and uh, make it a pay-per-view event. It'd be fabulous. No, they've got everything, can't do that. Mm, can't do that. No, no, you're too old for that now, I suppose. No, I'm only 21 you're, I know you're only twenty-one. So, anyways, there huh. we go. Uh, thank you for turning up today. Thank you for the lovely melody, um, the medley. It was a medley of super hits from Billy. There, beautiful, beautiful.
2: Why you make all the big uh, you're too young to smoke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, young yeah. kids.
0: Right. Right. Where's Sue? Has she disappeared?
2: Is it, uh
1: She's uh, just gone out and... I haven't gone
0: anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're whistling all over the place. Right, Sue, so, um, uh, thank you very much. Always lovely to hear from you both, and uh, we will yeah. do this all I'm over. I'm hoping
1: that there's going to be loads of Valentine cards arriving on my doorstep. Oh, I'm of course. i you like
0: that. Of course, because it's Valentine's Day on Monday, isn't it? Yeah, it
1: the, is. The lovey-doveyest day. I'm expecting day. Barry having something to do with. I'm he sure. do his, I'm not buying him another... Glass of cider ever again.
0: The lovey doveviest day of the year and yeah. Barry will be round there with some roses, with a with well, um, it
1: better
0: be. Yeah, I'm not talking about the, the chocolates, I'm talking about the flowers. And yeah, he's gonna be out to somebody's garden. He guaranteed may, it. He may propose on Monday. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, oh <laughs> Oh,
0: Sue's getting married in the morning. Ding <laughs> dong the bells are going to chime. <laughs> I'll get it to a church on time. Wait. Right. A best mom. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to the stag do. Right, okay. Yeah, i bet you are. <laughs> Anyways, Sue, have a great Valentine's Day and we'll catch up again. Yeah. This time okay, next bye week.
1: Everyone. Bye next week. Bye. Take care. Beep, <laughs> beep,